Hello and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Better Leadership, Better Future webinar hosted by Angaris Angia. In this episode, we hear from Inandia Irawan, introduced here by Angaris. Our next guest speaker is the beautiful Inandia Irawan, who by day works as a commercial professional in the energy industry. And alongside that, she also runs Carbon Ethics, which is an NGO whose mission is to demystify the climate crisis and instead to enable and inspire climate action. What is so great about this is that the Carbon Ethics Initiative has been created by a group of One Young World Ambassadors. And again, if you have any questions, don't forget to submit them. So welcome, Inandia. The floor is yours. Hi, Gaya. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much, One Young World and Institute of Accountant, um, for the opportunity. I'm honored to be here and very humbled about it. Um, so for those of the, the audience that don't know about exact uh, don't know about carbon addicts just yet, um, I'll share my screen just to give a brief introduction of what it's about. Um, so as Gaya previously mentioned briefly, Carbon Addicts is um, um, sorry, Carbon Addicts is an NGO that aims to demystify the climate crisis to inspire and enable climate action while improving the livelihood of communities. And what does it mean? It means that by doing this mission, we're actually able to hit on four several different SDGs, um, number 11, 13, 14, and 17, through our vision um, of sustainable living for healthy earth and uh, humanity. We're planning, we're aiming to do a lot of carbon education. We've only been doing that through our business partners, as well as um, collaborations with different corporations and other NGOs. And not only that, we're taking concrete actions by planting mangroves as well as blue carbon, um, uh, blue carbon such as um, corals and seagrass and seaweed. And therefore, by doing that, we're actually empowering and giving alternative income to the farmers that helping us to do that at the local level. Um, given the fact that this um, webinar specifically is about leadership. Um, we're also now is a, is a host or, or a home for 75, now it's 70 volunteers and five full-time full-timers in, in one and a half year. Um, most of them are final year students, young professionals and corporate activists. And we've been able to create lots of social and environmental um, impact whilst doing that. Um, so if you ask me on um, whether or not uh, the pandemic has given us a chance to actually build resilience within the team, within how we do business, how we do carbonetics approaches, um, we realized that during the pandemic, a lot of our farmer partners lost, lost their main sources of income, as most of them are double hatting as fishermen as well as tour operator. So this further convinced us to launch several campaigns that you know required us to reach out to our business partners as well as corp uh, corporate um, corporate networks to give them the um, additional alternative income to help their family as often these mangrove farmers are um, the the group of community that gets forgotten because um, people tend to um, the doctors and the nurses or the gojek drivers but not not necessarily the blue carbon farmers so um, during the pandemic, we really effort um, in, in trying to help them even better. 
And I think another point, being able to live、um, in this generation, as you know, picking up from Girish's point, is that we're able to use digital outreach、um, in our solutions, and therefore we were able to make conservation more digitally possible. You can go to our website. Um, to help us do conservation as well as monitor、um, the blue carbon that you guys are planting itself, right?、Um, I guess moving on to the title of this webinar, which is about leadership.、Um, I'm going to stop sharing here.、Um, leadership for me, it's not really about paycheck, authority, or recognition. Leadership for me is about the readiness to serve others, and it's about equipping others with the right tools and strategy to help breaking down barriers and leading through example in this VUCA world that we're living in. And what is VUCA? VUCA is actually、uh, vulnerable, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, just like 2020. Whatever plan we've made in 2019, it must be changed in 2020, right? That's just how how the world is currently,、uh, the state that we're in. So as a leader、um, in the NGO that I'm in, or in the corporation that I'm currently working on,、um, I'm presented with opportunity to make an impact in someone's life on a daily basis. And my aim is to always aim、uh, to leave a positive footprint wherever I go, whether that's with my volunteers or with the farmers that I interact with.、Um, and I think,、um, you know, talking about resiliency of leaders is that. I think the ultimate test of great leaders is whether people that left them felt that they were a better person than the first time that they came in to join the organization, and therefore to do that, it means that you got to take a stand、um, for their development as well. So,、um, so often, what I ask my volunteers in the organization is like, you know, thank you so much for lending out your time for Carbonetics, but what can I do to help you? What can I do to You know, fulfill your learning goals or your professional goals. What can Carbonetics do for you? And therefore, it's sort of like a reciprocating love between one another, because、um, we want to help them and they want to help us. And eventually, together, we help the environment. And that is the power of collaboration that I see.、Um, so I think I really do owe it to the One Young World 2018, Kate and team、um, that have really propelled me to action. Um, coming out of that One Young World conference, I just couldn't wait、um, to start action. I just couldn't afford to just postponing, concepting, wishing, and waiting. I wanted to jump in right into action, and、um, it, that is how I started my corporate activism journey.、Um, and I realized during that process is that you didn't need, a, I didn't need a lot of resources, but what I needed the most was. Strong personal conviction to help solve a problem, and if you ask yourself, how do you find your passion? How do you find your ikigai? My mentor once told me that passion is actually a performance multiplier. So when you know you're happy and energized at doing something, even in my case, you know, doing carbonetics is actually meaning that you know it's it's on doing late nights as well as weekends. It still fits me with lots and lots of positive energy to propel my days、um, onwards and forwards, right? So if your brain is sending signals that oh you're getting closer to your passion, you will feel it. You definitely know where it's coming from. And I think for me, coming from Indonesia, as an, I'm naturally exposed to the richness of Indonesia's islands and archipelago. When I found out about and when I learned about plastic pollution as well as sea level rise. I know that I couldn't just sit by doing nothing、um, and not using the resources that I have、um, to create carbonetics with two other corporate activists, Bimo and Jessica, which has been really, really wonderful.、Um, 
So I guess I wanted to move on from that into how do we then build resilience, right? So I think, you know, echoing Girish as well as um, perhaps the other speakers in here, we need more leaders that, that exercise compassion over command, that nurture commitment and collaboration over control and hierarchy. Leaders that can unite different interests, raise political division and lead really with empathy. We also need leaders that understand the urgency of climate change and that we've only got seven plus more years and leaders that actually, you know, want to sleep late night or work weekends to do something to really action it and do something about it. So one of my actual favorite example is actually, for instance, Jessica Ardern. You know, I'm sure all of you know that she's the prime minister of New Zealand. Um, it really shows the difference that she leads with diversity, kindness, compassion, and reliability during the Christchurch shooting. She led with steel and compassion as well by strengthening the gun control law uh, at, at the local level. You can see the comparison on several other leaders in several different countries that, you know, fight fire with fire and that doesn't help. So really, we really need more world leaders um, that leads with empathy as well as compassion as such. So if you ask me about the next generation, um, Girish has covered quite a lot about the next generation and what young people can do at this stage. But I think from, from my perspective is that unfortunately this generation or the next generation is inheriting a world where climate change wrecks havoc on our economies, societies and the environment where unemployment and inequality is also rampant and the trust in international cooperation is falling. However, what I also see is that we have seen some evidence that makes me believe that the next generation of youth has the stubborn optimism to decelerate the climate crisis. And this is what makes the next generation so different, right? And you also from home, thousands of you can also make an impact from home. And how do you do that? Um, I think several practical tips from me. Number one is to be very self-aware of what you're capable of. And I think self-awareness is the very first step to many great things that awaits you that, that, you can, that you can build up from there. And then number two, I would suggest that you spend the first three to five years of your career to taking on some of the most difficult jobs that you would be able to deeply root it yourself on. Because humans are like plants, right? We need the strong roots in order for us to grow onto the lights. And that's what the, three, the first three to five years is about for you. And then number three, venture out. Find a problem to solve from one to 17 SDGs. Find one that fits your ikigai, that fits your passion. Because, well, you know what? We need more change makers and problem solvers in this world that perhaps can even give employment as well as social and economic impacts to other people. So I guess I'll stop on that point. Yeah, I might have may ran out my eight minutes, but thank you so much for the opportunity. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. Pexels.com.